Hi there. This is One More Workplace Podcast. My name is Alex, and today we talk with yet another Alex, who is uh, Engineer Practice Lead at Vimo Nordics, Alex Cookies. Um, and uh, we plan to talk about uh, Adobe Commerce ecosystem. We plan to talk about Adobe Commerce product and all things uh, surrounding that. So uh, please uh, tune in and enjoy. Alex, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for your initiative and the podcast. Uh, it's really fun. And yeah, let's get started. So um, I'm working in Vimo for the past five years almost. I have the position of the engineering practice lead right now, which is also like the lead architect role. And um I'm working closely with Yanni, uh, the head of engineer in, in Nordics and the other engineering leads. And uh, my experience comes only from e-commerce, mostly. Uh, I also have some uh, SaaS products that I work with. And I've been working with e-commerce for the past 10 years, almost. And past five with Matsendo particularly. Along that, I've also worked with many different um CMS systems, uh, different e-commerce systems uh, like Shopify, um, WooCommerce before, and many different uh, PrestaShop, and now with commerce tools as well. Uh, so yeah, that's it more or less uh, regarding my e-commerce experience and my uh, my position right now. You have very uh, deep understanding of different e-commerce platforms, not only Adobe Commerce, which is... Uh, I think uh, in in the current composable commerce strategy that we have is very very important. Uh, so yeah, that that's great. And um, yeah, talking about Adobe Commerce, the uh, the it was August product update, but now it's September, early September. Uh, so, uh, but basically, what stands out? For yourself uh, regarding this product update, what are the interesting features um, that, that you notice that you're excited for that you think are important for the further um, development of Adobe Commerce? Yeah, sure. Um, I would start by saying that uh, the way that Adobe focuses right now, Adobe Commerce um, in general, and driving Magento out of the old-fashioned way of uh, having modules and uh, features inside the upgrades and inside up Madsendo, uh, which this often led to really hard to update the project again because you would use the native solutions, you would override them, things like that. Um, I really think that what Adobe does right now and uh, decouples the updates with the features and also they're focusing a lot on the... Um, new SaaS products that they have, like catalog service and um, product recommendations or the uh, trying to push out the app builder. This actually makes, uh, makes it like they keep growing the product and they keep building the product uh, and the main features, but they want us to decouple and start thinking on the composable way of things. Uh, more or less. So that would be easier to upgrade and uh, easier to use the updates and also be in sync with all the SaaS latest tools that they have. 
but yeah, uh, that's that's just the introduction um, of how how I see it. Yeah, I actually, uh, for for myself, uh, talking about updates, I'm I'm really happy that uh, they mentioned that for 2024, which is next year, they plan only one core patch release, uh, which is 247, and the rest they are security updates. So they mentioned five. Uh, in reality, I think they don't know whether it would be like four, five, or seven because. If security issues emerge, they have to address them. Um, sub basically, so yeah. Uh, but they they plan for more or less five updates, um, and that's uh, yeah. I, I think that is important for merchants, as you mentioned, like uh, not not ha- not having to update things that they don't use, and um, Adobe kind of moves in that kind of direction of you having to update core, uh, basically, and then all the modules that you may or may not use are kind of separate and using APIs. That modular, a modular uh, experience, like focusing on that eventually, which is, uh, yes, that's that's really important if you think about it, uh, because um, right now we're using the same solution for small, small clients, small solutions and big enterprise ones. Usually, so you would end up sipping a whole Metzendo bundle with um, that it's not really needed for a smaller client for a smaller prospect. Starting from now, Adobe will stop the pre-release type of um, going forward, and everything will be uh, for for the engineers would be uh, called as a beta release. So people can can get it first, test it out on their systems, and then actually roll this out, which is, to my understanding, maybe the same words, uh, well, different words, but it's for the same thing, more or less. But it's also better to keep track of. Um, so you know that this is a better version, um, and then you can have an enablement team that goes and installs it, checks that it works on a different brand, and then you're prepared uh, for the upgrade, yeah, I, I think uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I think when they call it early access, basically they provided this early access to um, their top tier merchants, right? And I think those merchants might had updated. To the to this early access version. However, this version was not final, and by by calling the that version uh, beta, they kind of uh, yeah they they made it more obvious that this is not a final product. You shouldn't use that in production as as much as you shouldn't use like iOS 17 right now on your main phone, right? So it's still like beta products. It's not ready, and yeah. I think this is the correct way to, to call it, to be honest. So on the 2.47, uh, we see a lot of security issues uh, fixed. Yeah, security and quality fixes in general. Um, they're also updated a lot of services um, that RabbitMQ now is uh, 3.11. Uh, they are also uh, having the Varnish Cast 
2.3 and Composer 2.5. Uh, those might not seem uh, so good, so big for someone not in the tech uh, or in the engineering type of things. But it also, uh, while it is quite huge that we're constantly getting the latest versions, um, it also gives us a bit of motivation as engineers that Adobe is actually pushing the right way forward. Because um, now this is out of context a bit, but uh, I don't, uh, Matsendo used to be a pioneer around 2017, 2016, around that time. But then uh, with all the new technologies, it's just uh, left a bit behind. But now we see Adobe is pushing it, uh, is pushing the, um, the platform on the right track. We're actually getting a lot of updates uh, all the time. We're getting all the latest services. They make sure we, we don't get left behind. And so these are always nice to see and have. Um, they also uh, fix some uh, jQuery issues. Um, and those are really important. Those are also included on the previous versions as security fixes. That's important for everyone running 2.44, uh, 4.5. Uh, I think they're also having security fixes for those and 4.6. Um, we do have some uh, nice GraphQL scheme updates for the Java attributes. And this is also a good way of moving forward. So um, it really gives you the sense that now you can do everything with GraphQL. And ev every year we get more support about this and every new release. And that's really good if you're building your uh, project with Front or if you're building it with um, anything else, Next.js that you decouple it from your backend side. Those are always nice and welcomed. And yeah, ju just to add to that, um, I think they already, like for me, probably the most uh, interesting and important thing that I saw in this August update uh, from Adobe Commerce was that they introduced new um, kind of GraphQL endpoints to uh, product recommendations. Uh, so it's now uh, more feasible to use product recommendations in composable builds, uh, not only with Luma um, or PWA Studio, but with any storefront, like view storefront or anything like that. And this is really important. Um, I, I have this um, conversation with one project that we are doing discovery for right now. And uh, this is a great... Um, news from Adobe that this product recommendation engine is now in the conversation just because uh, we have more straightforward and basically sophisticated ways to leverage that in, in view storefront, for example. After we went through the general list of the core modules update. And of course, anyone can learn more on the uh, link that we will provide with Alex. Um, let's take a look on the uh, features that are also included or um, some extended Adobe Commerce modules that are presented now with the update. So like the Adobe AR viewer, that's something really nice and I mean, um, 
everyone would love to use that. I've played a little with it and it's so easy to upload a USCD file. So, um, well, you need to talk with your designer or your 3D model expert and you get your product uh, model. Then you can easily upload that on your uh, admin or your backend. And then um, on the front end, you get a QR code that you scan with your phone. So the, the experience is really nice if you're on the desktop. Uh, if you're on the phone, it immediately opens um, a pop-up to try it out. And then eventually if you have, uh, let's say, sofas, or if you have, um, if you sell stairs on your e-commerce store, then you can actually... Or TVs, like electronic. TVs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually see it in your room, uh, how it would look like. And that's always amazing. Yeah. I feel like those AR experiences are so much uh, democratized um, nowadays because I, I like we, we started hearing about that in 2016, 2017. Um, it, it, it was becoming a thing that IKEA would uh, implement, right? But back then it was, hey, make these uh, hundred photos of each product to um, kind of to, to create um, uh, kind of um, yeah uh, model of the product, and then uh, you have to use uh, different uh, third party modules, uh, and those modules not necessarily going to work, uh, and it will be heavy on the on the page load and stuff like that. And uh, nowadays, uh, I, I saw this um, news that basically you can do good um, product 3D model with only a couple of photos of the product using AI. And then uh, you can use that model with, some, uh, with something like uh, built-in AI viewer by Adobe and all of a sudden um, the pass of you having 3D AR experiences on the website is uh, is quite a bit shorter than it was like five years ago. So uh, it's really exciting. Uh, what is the main takeaway for you um, in the Q4 of 2023 for Adobe Commerce? We should, uh, people should focus more on the um, making a Adobe Commerce and Magento uh, more composable and start thinking in a lot of uh, decoupled ways when we're going forward. Uh, we, we should stop the old uh, type of thinking that everything should be included on the back end because also the, our clients right now use a lot of different third-party modules uh, for pricing, uh, iPaaS integrations. So um, we should start implementing more the, the approach of doing microservices, not everywhere, of course, because that's also not, not really uh, necessary, but in smaller parts of our applications, uh, like when we connect something, when we connect Akinio to Mazendo, then we start thinking about doing this decoupled in another microservice and not inside the same application, things like that. And so that one, and then also start focusing more on the um, app builder and the catalog service slowly. Of course, it's not something that you do overnight, 
But especially if you use a user front or a PWA um, solution, then you might consider using the catalog service eventually. So you're also not hitting your backend. Uh, you're not hitting Matendo. You're uh, getting the response from a SaaS product from Adobe, which is optimized. Eventually it might be on the ads. I would expect so. I don't think it's, it is right now, but, um, but having these, it would definitely drive, uh, a lot of good experience on the front end and also for the developers by using these latest tools. I'm, I'm pretty sure that everyone would love to, uh, get hands on with those. And then we also see that those products are getting a lot of upgrades and a lot of that updates. Uh, they're constantly uh, getting new announcements. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. In two years' time, Adobe will only focus on those and then have the core for certain features and, and uh, modules that are required for your commerce. Alex, thank you for the conversation today. It was really, really great. Um, so to wrap up this episode of the podcast, I would like to ask you what I ask um, all our guests, which is uh, we have this uh, segment called Entertainment Corner. And in there, uh, I ask our guests to talk about uh, recent movies or TV shows or books or albums, uh, uh, different maybe playlists um, that you enjoyed lately. Uh, so yeah, um, what is there for you? Oh, right. Um, wasn't um, really prepared for that. But uh, yeah, let's maybe I, I can go through the movie section um, because I'm not really in the shows. Um, not really easy to stick around and see a show. Except that I, of course, love The Office or, um, you know, sitcoms like uh, Silicon Valley. I love that show. That's maybe one of my best. But uh, when it comes to movies, I would... Definitely recommend Dune for anyone that haven't watched that. And soon to come Dune 2. The, the production is amazing and the story is great. I, I cannot really recommend this enough. Maybe a book that I uh, went through it lately, although it's well, maybe not the best uh, when it comes to optimism. Uh, it's uh, for the dystopian world that's called uh, Brave New World. For, I, I really recommend this book. It's easy, super small, and fun to read. Gives you some uh, thoughts about the future and how we do things. And then for a manager book that for engineering managers might be really nice. Uh, it's called The Manager's Path. And uh, also a pretty small book, but has a really great points. Easy to read. Um, it's uh, from the Camille uh, Fournier, something like that. The, the name is French, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, those are my recommendations. Great. We'll put them in show notes. Um, but um, yeah, I think um, with that, um, we are unfortunately out of time, but that was great conversation. Thank you a lot. And uh, cheers. Hope to see you on the next episodes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Alex. Have a great day. Bye-bye.